Chapter Twenty of Uncle Wiggily on the Farm by Howard R. Garris. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Story Twenty: Uncle Wiggily and the Hay. Well, there is no use in talking," said the bad old ear-scratching cat, as he sat under a tree one morning and looked first at the unpleasant tail-pulling monkey, and then at the nose-pinching baboon. There is no use at all in talking. No, and not much use doing anything else either," said the chimp, as I call the chimpanzee for short. We haven't been able to catch him. I presume you are conversing about Uncle Wiggily Longears, are you not? Spoke the baboon, formal like and disdainful. I am," said the ear-scratching cat. All the things we did to catch him didn't amount to a hill of the beans he grows on his farm. We might as well quit. Oh, don't say that! Cried the bab, which is short for baboon. What can we do? Asked the cat. Well, we all tried separately to catch him. Went on the chimpanzee, speaking of the different times they had tried to capture the bunny. Suppose we try now together. All three of us will go as one and get him, and then we can scratch his ears and pinch his nose and pull his tail as much as we like. And make up for lost time. All right, I'm willing to try," spoke the cat. "But how is it to be done? I'll tell you," said the baboon. "I was round Uncle Wiggily's hollow stump farmhouse the other day, and I heard him say he was going soon to cut his hay and put it in the barn. We'll just watch from behind the fence until he does that, and then we'll come up behind him when he's riding in on the load of hay." We'll all get a hold together, pull him off, and then we'll have him. Good," meowed the cat. Though I myself call it bad, that's how we'll get him. Come on, let's keep watch and see when he goes after the hay. So the three bad creatures made ready to get our Uncle Wiggily. But let us wait and see how he fools them. That is, providing my plans work out right, and he does. Let us see, as they say in the books. It was not long after this that Uncle Wiggily took a walk across his farm. He came to the field where grew the hay, and he said, "Yes, I must soon cut this and haul it into my barn, ready for winter. Though cold weather is still far off, I hope my hay is ready to be cut. I must see my friends and have them help me." So Uncle Wiggily called his friends together, especially an old swordfish whom he had met while on his vacation at the seashore. And the swordfish, with his long, sharp nose, promised to cut the hay, which he did as well as you could have done it with a lawnmower. And now to haul the hay into the barn," said Uncle Wiggily. "You may have my express wagon for that," kindly said Sammy Littletail, the rabbit boy. "And with my long, sharp horns, I'll pitch the hay up on the wagon for you," said the cow, who jumped over the moon. "For my horns are like a pitchfork." Thank you," said Uncle Wiggily. "And I'll haul into the barn for you the wagon load of hay," said Gup, the kind old horse, for he was very strong. "Thank you all very kindly," spoke Uncle Wiggily. Then, with his friends, including the swordfish, he went out to the hayfield. "Now's our chance!" exclaimed the bad cat, who was on the watch with the monkey and the baboon. And softly. Very softly, they went on after Uncle Wiggily, intending to get him this time for sure. 
The swordfish cut the hay, as I have told you. Then it was gathered into piles all over the field. Now watch me toss it up on the wagon, cried the moon cow, as I call her for short. She stuck her horns in a pile of fodder, gave a toss of her head, and up on the wagon went the hay. Uncle Wiggily stood on the wagon to spread out the hay evenly as the moon cow tossed it up. Higher and higher on the wagon the hay was piled, and Gup, the kind horse who was to pull the wagon to the barn, stood waiting, eating the wisps of hay that fell off to the ground. Well, I guess we'll call this a load, said Uncle Wiggily after a bit. Get up, Gup. So Gup started off, and the bad, ear-scratching cat said to the chimpanzee and the baboon, Come on, now's our chance. After the hay wagon, on top of which rode Uncle Wiggily, they went. Oh, how sure they were that they were going to catch the bunny uncle. But are they? <laughs> Just watch. Now all together, cried the cat. The three of them reached up to pull the hay wagon, Uncle Wiggily, hay and all, head over heels, when all of a sudden the front wheels struck a stone. Before Gup could stop it, the wagon tilted up in the air, the front end going high and the back end low. Off slid the load of hay, right on top of the bad cat, the worst baboon, and the worst chimpanzee. They were covered out of sight, but as for Uncle Wiggily, he just stayed right on top of the soft hay and sat there, the same as if he were on a soft cushion, so he wasn't hurt at all. But the three bad creatures were away down under the hay that had slid off the wagon, and the dust got up their noses and the hay tickled them, and they sneezed and choked and coughed and had a dreadful time. They crawled out as fast as they could and ran away. My goodness, cried Uncle Wiggily as he saw them go. I didn't know they were anywhere around, and I guess the three bad ones wished they hadn't been. Then the cow and Gup loaded the hay back on the wagon again, and all was well. So Uncle Wiggily got away again, you see, and if the fire shovel doesn't burn its handle when it takes the ashes out for a trolley ride, I'll tell you next about Uncle Wiggily and the groundhog. End of chapter 20.